Hello, Earthlings. Welcome to the Bagel Babes podcast, or welcome back if you're subscribed, a Bagel Babe. Today, I wanted to talk about a topic I'm pretty passionate about, which is sustainable or ethical clothing. Kind of two different topics. It's not the same to be sustainable and ethical. You can actually be one and not the other, but it's a very, I don't know, important topic for me because I actually started my career in buying, fashion buying, fashion merchandising. I got my Bachelor of Science in apparel, merchandising, and design with an emphasis in merchandising and really dove like right into that world. That was my first job straight out of college. I was a sample coordinator. It was really not very glamorous. But along the way, you know, made it all the way through like assistant merchandiser up to merchandiser. And yeah, I got a really firsthand education in the supply chain. This entire podcast episode today is actually inspired by a guest post I did on Whimsy Soul, www.whimsysoul.com. But yeah, I did a guest post. It was how to identify an ethical clothing company because, you know, this is just something that I think a lot of people either one, don't think about, or two, just don't even know where to start. Don't know how to tell if someone is actually ethical or sustainable, or if they're spinning a whole lot of bullshit and selling you some greenwashed crap. My one disclaimer before we start, I do think that shopping or talking ethical slash sustainable clothing, it is a privilege. Not everyone can afford to think through um, these types of choices because very similar to organic foods or, you know, anything like that, there's just a, le- a, a layer of privilege there um, because the cost is higher, unfortunately. A lot of these brands are still trying to figure out how to use better materials or pay their labor fair wages in ways where it's not passing that cost on to the consumer. So right now, this can be a little bit of an expensive conversation, so I just want to acknowledge that up front. And then I also want to tell you why you should care, because I do think not a lot of people care. They see an $8 t-shirt at a Walmart, at a Target, and they're just excited about the deal, and and we're not stopping and thinking about why we should care about why that shirt is $8. It's $8 because it wasn't built to last. It's $8 because, and I'm not making any claims on Walmart or Target specifically, but just in general, if a shirt is $8, you have to ask yourself, how much did somebody get paid to make it? Who made it? Who do you think made it? Where did they make it? What was it made out of? Was it made to last at all, even beyond a year or even beyond six months? Or is it going to get a hole in it and end up in the trash, therefore increasing the amount of textile waste in our landfills? You should care because you're a responsible citizen who should care where things came from, how they were made, who made them, the life, the quality of the life of the person who made it, and how what you're buying impacts the planet. And I'm not going to get into a whole global warming debate here. I just think it's really hard to deny that when clothing items are made quickly and cheaply and in mass, they're not necessarily made to last. They're made to satisfy a trend or a need in the moment, and then they're made to end up in the trash. That's what they're made for. So first of all, just to talk about the difference between sustainable and ethical, I do think a lot of people kind of use them interchangeably. They are not the same thing. A company can absolutely be ethical but not sustainable, and they can also be sustainable but not ethical. 
So sustainability is far more about the actual life and sustainability of the product and the production workflow. So thinking about the environmental impact of that product, both how it was made and how it will last and when it will end up in the trash. For example, the amount of pollution that goes into both the air and the rivers with the production of the clothing. Even thinking about where the fabrics were sourced from and how they were sourced. Are they organic and natural materials or are they man-made and, you know, basically plastic? (laughs) Or just thinking about where this item will end up. Was it made in a way where it was meant to be thrown out really quickly because it was cheap and made to be a trend? Or was it made classically, both in style and with good materials, so that it's built to last? It can have second life. It's also possible to have like sustainable clothing items or capsule collections, but an entire company, an entire brand is not sustainable. We'll definitely talk in a few moments about, you know, watching out for some of that greenwashing, but just wanted to note that at a high level. When it comes to being an ethical company, it really has nothing to do with sustainability. I do think you could argue that maybe being sustainable is ethical. But when I think about ethical clothing companies, I'm really thinking about a brand that cares about the workforce more than anything, because there's a terrible amount of abuse that goes on in clothing factories. I really do recommend heading over to whimsysoul.com because in that guest post that I did, I highlight a couple instances of just really rampant abuse. So workers abroad working in conditions that are just downright unsafe So factory fires, factory collapses, we're not even talking about not being paid a fair wage, which is its own problem. We're just talking about baseline safety standards for workers. And I really hate to break this to a lot of people, but that $5 to $8 t-shirt you love so much, like it really could have been made by somebody working in an unsafe work environment and being paid less than a living wage to do it. So we're at the store, we're online shopping, we're looking at a dress, a shirt, shoes, a bag, whatever that item may be for you. Here's what you need to look for when trying to understand, is this company ethical and or sustainable? First and foremost, I would try to take a look at the supply chain or production transparency of that brand. Now, an ethical or sustainable clothing company will very clearly state on their website where things are made, what factories they work with, a code of ethics or safety standards they have for those factories, and they'll have that all on the website for you to find. If you can't find it anywhere, you should be concerned. That is a red flag. And the other piece of that is I actually think it's better to buy from companies who set their own standards I would be nervous when brands say they follow all quote-unquote local labor laws because here's the little loophole, my friends. Some countries don't have great labor laws. So it's actually like kind of inappropriate for brands to pass the buck and say that they follow all the local laws if those local laws are not great and don't actually protect the workers. The second thing to look for is, does this brand use sustainable materials? And this should be the rule and not the exception. So if you're holding up an item that is part of a quote-unquote sustainable capsule collection made with recycled plastic bottles, it, it all sounds very nice. 
But if it's just that item or just that collection and the rest of that store or the rest of that website is filled with items that are not made sustainably out of sustainable materials, that should be a red flag. The third thing I would consider is hold up that item that you're looking at and ask yourself the real cost. Why is this item priced at what it is priced at? And I love doing this with $5 shirts because I swear every Instagram influencer loves to, I don't know, talk about some dress they found on Amazon. It was only $12. It was only $8. It's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. It was only $5. I mean, think about how it was made and where it was made. We shouldn't be excited about a $5 or $10 dress. We should be concerned. That cheaply made clothing item might have come at the real cost of bad environmental impact, pollution, poor labor, working conditions, unfair wages. I mean, the list goes on and on. And it's not true in every case, but I do think it's just a good gut check to ask yourself, why is this item so cheap? Another thing I would consider or take a look at before hitting purchase on an item is how often does this brand release collections? If a brand is constantly pumping out more and more products, it means that they are contributing to global waste. And hey, I'm pro-business, okay? I've actually created clothing lines in the past. So I totally understand that we're going to produce stuff and we're going to buy stuff. There's a market for it. That's fine. But I do think that there are irresponsible levels of production that contribute to waste in ways that we just don't need. So from a sustainability standpoint, it's a good gut check just to say, hey, how often is this brand pumping out new products? Honestly, with all of this, I think it just matters that you do the best you can. Do a little bit of due diligence, and you really only have to do it one time because if a brand can pass some of these internal questions you ask yourself, then it's kind of like, okay, anytime I want to buy something, I know it's like a safer bet, you know? There are some ways in which brands will try to trick you. So I want to talk about how to watch out for greenwashing. Now, greenwashing is when brands, you know, they wash it green. They make it look, they make their lines, their collections, their products look more quote-unquote green or sustainable or ethical than they really are. And this is all done through very deceptive, tricky, and clever marketing, and people fall for it on a daily basis. Some of this isn't even that blatant. It's actually like very subconscious. So for example, brands that actually lean into greenwashing just in their branding. So using very like clean looking fonts and very clean and bright and fresh looking photography, um, color palettes in like earthy tones. If you walk into a fast food restaurant, there are several recently rebranded fast food restaurants that the actual food is not that healthy for you. But man, when you look at the clean fonts and the photography and everything looks like fresh and healthy, you're kind of tricked into thinking it's better for you. And so that's exactly how greenwashing works when it comes just to branding. Where greenwashing gets a little bit more blatant is when you see brands starting to use buzzwords like clean. That's my least favorite buzzword of all time, and everyone seems to love it. The reason I hate it is because there's no standards for it. There is really no, no established standard for any brand being able to tell you that something is quote-unquote clean. So when you're seeing these types of buzzwords out in marketing – 
you really should be very concerned and wary. Other buzzwords within greenwashing and clothing could be, you know, the, the word recycled is a really nice popular one. And I think a lot of brands use that word to imply that the entire item is recycled. And again, I don't even know what the real standard for that is. I've seen plenty of instances where it's just a mere percentage of the fabric being used that's recycled. These are just things that you need to look out for because we can't assume that brands are marketing things with the best of intentions, with the with the accuracy that we wish they did. The most concerning and the worst offense when it comes to greenwashing from a clothing brand is actually when you see brands launch little mini collections or capsule collections within their larger store or their larger brand that they then claim are sustainable or ethical. And this is really problematic. I love when people say, oh, how nice. They applaud. They're so excited to see Walmart do this little sustainable collection. And um, the thing is, is that unless there's a promise to impact the entire supply chain, the entire brand, it's just a little pathetic checking of a box. And I'm personally tired of seeing it. I don't really give a shit about your little capsule collection made from recycled polyester and plastic bottles when we're not going to talk about the larger issue, the larger issue of selling way more products at cheap prices that were produced poorly by people who may not have been treated well. I'm just not amused by it. So to me, it's actually not something to celebrate when brands do this. It's something to celebrate when brands make larger promises about their entire supply chain. So tactical tips. I would say shop secondhand where you can. I love shopping pre-loved. I love buying, you know, bags on sites like Fashion File or even eBay at times. I love heading to thrift stores and taking a look at what's there. I think there is a lot of clothing waste out there, and sometimes you can find really good quality items uh, secondhand, and there's nothing wrong with that. It helps the environment. It gives clothes new life, second life. The other thing that would be a great tactical tip is start to develop a bit of a capsule-style wardrobe. So stop paying attention to trends. Social media loves to latch on to specific trends when it comes to style, and it's going to go out of style. It will. So buying into a more capsule-style wardrobe means that all of your items will have more life. You will need to shop less frequently. You can buy higher-quality items that last and do not go out of style. Again, better for the environment, also better for your wallet. And just to wrap this up, lastly, knowledge is power. So just ask questions, do research before you buy. I know it takes a little bit more time, but, you know, this is part of being a responsible citizen on this planet. And it's important. It's important to care about where your clothes came from, how they were made, who made them, and the quality of that person's life. And we don't all have to be perfect all the time. This world needs a lot more people being imperfect and just doing a few things to do a little bit better than it does needing everyone to be perfect all the time because that's just not realistic. So even just doing a little more research and making a couple more intentional purchases to do your part, that helps. It super does. So that is going to wrap up this episode. I'll give you my usual spiel. Please. <laughs> rate this podcast and leave a review it super helps me out i really mean it follow me over on instagram at blondes and bagels and i will catch you guys in the next one bye guys <laughs>